Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, warmer days remind us of fond summer memories. Now you can make those moments year-round with a Michael Phelps swim spa by our friends at Master Spas, and that combines the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool. Now Master Spas technology is incredible with LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful water jets installed in just one day. You're going to love it. Proudly made in America. Use the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. That's masterspas.com for up to $1,000 off. You can exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, masterspas.com. All right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show, toll-free. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. These explosive hearings uh, in Jim Jordan's Judiciary Committee today, um, it would just was unbelievable uh, in terms of of the length and the depth of these whistleblowers and, and what they've been able to expose. Uh, so much of this we had already exposed on this program about uh, when they were investigating January 6th, there was so many details that were left out. You know, all of a sudden we find out even NBC News reports, oh, there was significant actionable intelligence in the days leading up to uh, January 6th. Here we have a 30-year law enforcement veteran in Washington, D.C., former chief of police of the United States Capitol Police, uh, who had been begging in the days leading up to January 6th because he saw some of this intelligence and got no help, no listening, no assistance at all whatsoever. And and yet he requested the National Guard personally numerous times. Uh, now, there was a terrific book that nobody in the media really wanted to pay attention to, and that was the Capitol Police Chief. Now, notice when they had the January 6th hearing, certain people were not involved. Nancy Pelosi's phone records, her text messages, mine were, mine were made public, you know, uh, uh, without my permission. My privacy was invaded multiple times. It's now happened, what, five times in my life. Uh, but they didn't have Nancy Pelosi's texts, emails, uh, this video of Nancy Pelosi and her daughter walking through the halls on January 6th. Nobody wants to see that video on uh, a tape as well. And anyway, the same thing can be said for the sergeant of arms in the House and the Senate. Uh, the same thing could be said for Muriel Bowser, who said no in writing to bringing up any guard troops. Uh, or did anyone want to hear from the Capitol Police chief himself who was a sole voice of sanity saying, guys, we have actionable intelligence here. Pay attention. Give me the help. So they knew in advance and they did nothing.
did nothing. And here's the Democrats, you know, in temp- trying to just beat up the, the ever so love whistleblowers. My colleagues have brought in these former agents, men who lost their security clearances because they were a threat to our national security, who out of malice or ignorance or both have put partisan agenda above the oath they swore to serve this country and protect its national security. On December 5th, 2022, an account under the name of Marcus Allen retweeted a tweet that said, quote, Nancy Pelosi staged January 6th, retweet if you agree, end quote. Do you agree with that statement? Yes or no? That, that is, I don't, no ma'am, that's not my account at all. More than that, this hearing is an insult to the brave whistleblowers out there who do risk their careers for the good of their country. This circus of embedded secret accusations puts at risk the critical role whistleblowers play in holding the power, uh, powerful accountable. Most whistleblowers aren't interested in, in being political pawns in congressional Republicans' games. Playing politics is holding up this scheme as whistleblowers will make other public servants fearful of coming forward out of fear they'll just be used. When it comes to whistleblowers, you are not entitled to it. That's the discretion of Mr. Allen. Mr. Chairman, these individuals have been determined not not to be whistleblowers. These are not whistleblowers. They've been determined by the agency not to be whistleblowers. Are you deciding that they're whistleblowers? Yes, the law decides. Did you not listen to Mr. Levitt's testimony? Did you not read the law? The law decides that they are whistleblowers. The chair recognizes the general lady from New York. The general lady from New York has been recognized. Joining us now is uh, Chief Sun, 30-year law enforcement vet in D.C., former chief of the uh, police, the, the United States Capitol Police. He wrote a best-selling book, Courage Under Fire, Under Siege, and outnumbered 58 to 1 on January 6th. Uh, he tells his story. He's one of only 10 men in history to ever hold the title of chief of the U.S. Capitol Police. Uh, sir, welcome back to the program. Thank you. John, I certainly uh, appreciate you having me on your program, and, and you're absolutely right. You know, there was a time uh, they used to support whistleblowers. Uh, they used to also support the First Amendment. So here it is. You get actionable intelligence. Now, finally, you know, after the January 6th committee hearings to bludgeon Trump, uh, and if you want to criticize Trump on January 6th, that's fair game. Uh, but they didn't tell the whole story, did they? They purposely left out important parts that would have added a lot of context and texture to what actually happened. Absolutely. They left out the part about the law they passed that required by federal law that I seek uh, approval from the Capitol Police Board and congressional leadership to request National Guard in advance of, a, uh, of an event. January 3rd, I went and requested the National Guard and was denied. The The January 6th committee wanted no part of that. They wanted to tie no part of that to uh, the sergeant arms or uh, congressional leadership. Let me play for you, Chief, uh, if you don't mind, because you're not the only one that said this. Uh, this is about the same date. It's either January 2nd or 3rd. I forget the, it was the specific day, but it was right in the same time period. Uh, I asked in interviews uh, four people. There were five people in the room. Uh, and let me play it for you, including Donald Trump, his chief of staff, uh, Secretary of Defense Miller, his chief of staff, and General Milley was in the room, and the Inspector General report uh, also cites him remembering that this was discussed. Did you authorize calling up the guard, and then it became, uh, the chain of command went to Nancy Pelosi and to the mayor of D.C., Muriel Bowser. Did you, as required by law, authorize that? Uh, 100%. And attested to by many people, 
and they turned it down. Nancy Pelosi turned it down. Mayor Bowser's written refusal, the communications between the leader of the Capitol Police and their chain of command to the DOD refusing our request to allow National Guards men and women to stage on January 4 and 5 before January 6. Did you both ask for the National Guard to be called up? Uh, without a doubt, Sean. Uh, we've made that very clear, not just once, but on numerous occasions. We wanted to make sure that there was plenty of uh, National Guard on the ready uh, in case there was some kind of violence. I had a meeting with President Trump on the 3rd of January concerning some international threats. And at the very end, he asked if there were any requests for National Guard support. What was the president's response to you with regard to the request made by Mayor Bowser? Fill it and do whatever was necessary to protect the uh, demonstrators now, Chief, I understand that in the very beginning, you know, going out maybe eight days before, you did not see actionable intelligence. And at that point, you did not request the guard. But as you were getting closer to January 6th, you did see actionable intelligence. Is that fair? Yeah, for, for me, coming up on specifically Sunday, January 3rd, you know, I saw the size of the crowd that we were expecting. I knew the size of the perimeter I was going to have. My big concern was the number of people I was going to have on my perimeter. And that's specifically why I went and asked for the, for the National Guard. And, yeah, it was it was denied. DOD was eventually told that, no, we would not be accepting it because, you know, of federal law. I can't accept it without the approval of the Congressional Police Board, the Capitol Police Board, and congressional leadership. Now, let me ask you, in, in light of what you have said, is, is anybody in the mainstream media really reached out to you? Was anybody in the mainstream media interested in your story? I mean, you, your background, your record is beyond impressive. Only one of 10 people in the history of this country to be the Capitol Police Chief. One of 10, 30-year law enforcement veteran in Washington, D.C. Um, your, your background is impeccable. Did anyone... In Congress, seek your testimony on the Democratic side. Did January 6th committee reach out to you? Uh, January 6th committee did uh, interview me uh, informally. Uh, it wasn't videotaped. I mean, it wasn't videotaped. It was never broadcast to the uh, to the public. Um, but anytime I tried to relate to the denial I had from the National Guard, again, they did not want to accept that as a denial from leadership or a denial from the Capitol Police Board. And they did everything they keep they, they could to keep clean hands for for leadership. Um, so any of the interviews I've had, for the most part, mainstream uh, media was, you know, much like the coverage from the FBI stuff, they're, they're looking to, their narrative is how was the White House involved uh, versus, you know, what are the facts? When I wrote the book, Courage Under Fire, I wrote it by, based on the facts. Uh, and that's the type of policing I've been, for, uh, police officer I've been for 30 years, and that's what people were looking for with what happened on January 6th. Uh, so all the facts are there. You know, you go back and look at what happened in the White House, uh, May 30th to the beginning of June, all the people attacking it there, uh, they shut down the White House operations. They forced the President of the United States to evacuate with his family into the bunker. That's as much an insurrection as it is to shut down the uh, events up at the, um, the Capitol on January 6th. More police officers were injured uh, at the White House uh, protest. Secret Service was bloodied and beaten, and you had two two significant incidents there. One, Metron Police Department, an agency formed by Congress to protect the president, wasn't allowed to go on a cap, uh, White House grounds to help defend the, the White House. And DOJ and FBI didn't pursue any of those suspects. Quick break. We'll come back more with former Capitol Police Chief uh, Sundu's with us. And uh, by the way, don't forget his book, Courage Under Fire. And by the way, it is on Amazon.com, Hannity.com, bookstores everywhere. 
Hey, I love Henry Repeating Arms. You're going to love this company. I mean, they are phenomenal. They have a line of 200 rifles and shotguns. The company, man, I'm going to tell you something. Their owners are amazing patriots. They're dedicated to our country. Uh, their products are all made in America or they're not going to be made at all. Uh, their loyal customers know they provide award-winning customer service. HenryUSA.com, the best company. You're going to love this company. Sean Hannity Show, a thermonuclear MMA assault on fake news. Hannity's on right now. Hey, I've shared the importance of every school having a Knox entry access system that quickly gets law enforcement into locked doors when needed. Now, tragically, the importance continues. 18 U.S. school shootings have occurred from January through March. Now, many schools have a Knox entry system, but the statistics illustrate the need and importance for all schools to provide law enforcement with quick access to locked doors. Now, you can learn more about Knox entry when you go to schoolentry.com. Do it today, schoolentry.com. All right, we continue with former Capitol Police Chief Sund is with us. His book, Courage Under Fire, on Amazon.com, Hannity.com, bookstores everywhere. Let me play Lester Holt. This was uh, from January of this year, uh, acknowledging that the federal uh, law enforcement could have prevented the whole January 6th date from happening. Listen. Now to our NBC News exclusive. The January 6th committee's final report was more than 800 pages, but some material did not make the cut, including much of its findings on the failures of federal law enforcement leading up to the attack. The chief investigator of the January 6th committee says the government could have prevented it. Had law enforcement agencies acted on the available intelligence, do you believe the attack on the Capitol could have been successfully repelled? I think it would have been a lot different had law enforcement taken a more assertive, protective posture. The intel in advance was pretty specific, and it was enough, in our view, for law enforcement to have done a better job operationalizing a secure perimeter. Law enforcement had a, a very direct role in contributing to really the failures, the security failures that led to the violence. People familiar with the committee's work tell NBC News members downplayed that finding because they wanted to keep the focus on former President Trump. Committee members dispute that. Hafey would not discuss internal deliberations. Was this an intelligence failure? It was not an intelligence failure. We just had protesters circle, preach the line. We need backup. Hafey says the committee found the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, and other agencies did not act on the intelligence they had, including this online threat forwarded to Capitol Police January 5th, calling on thousands to go to Washington and help storm the Capitol. In a statement to NBC News, the FBI said it sent all the intelligence it had to the Capitol Police. Well, it seems like they want to blame you for this, but simultaneously, sir, were you not, Chief, uh, asking for assistance, National Guard assistance among them? Absolutely. Uh, and I've got, I, I've turned over all my phone records. They actually even have video records of me going into both the House and Senate Sergeant Arms Office because I went in person because I knew the sensitivity of, of my request. So absolutely, I went in and requested. Absolutely, I was denied. Uh, what they need to do is honestly look at the intelligence that uh, FBI produced uh, in advance, 
Uh, it wasn't like any other event I've uh, dealt with or the intelligence that was provided to me by my, you know, within Capitol Police. There's a reason Capitol Police uh, Department also had whistleblowers much like uh, the FBI was dealing with now. So they buried your testimony. Uh, is it fair to say, do you conclude, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, my conclusion is that they had a political agenda, which was to make this report about Donald Trump, not to prevent something like this from, God forbid, ever happening again. Uh, it's, it's hard not to come to that conclusion when you think about it, because... They used just just one aspect of what the January 6th committee used as evidence in that hearing was some of the internal video from from my video cameras at the Capitol. None of those video cameras have audio, yet they went ahead and purposely imported um, dramatic uh, audio sounds of demonstrators. Imagine if any police chief in the country had used that on a body-worn camera and changed the audio to help support a narrative. Um, it, it, was, that, it was clear they had a predetermined narrative. One, they were focused on 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue and doing everything they could to keep uh, any dirt off of uh, congressional leadership. Amazing. So basically they had a predetermined outcome, which I had been saying from the very beginning. They never wanted to get to the truth. Here's the sad thing, Chief, uh, because you could have prevented this if they, had they listened to you. Had they listened to other law enforcement, had they looked at the intelligence that was readily available, actionable intelligence, um, to me, it is sad that they put politics above the safety of our elected officials, our institution, the Capitol, uh, and that this could have been prevented and that that's not the lead of their report should tell you everything I think you need to know. Um, I want to remind everybody, if this, this book is phenomenal. It's called Courage Under Fire, Under Siege, um, outnumbered 58 to 1 on January 6th. Unbelievable. Uh, you did the right thing, sir. And I don't know why you ended up leaving when it should have been the other people leaving. And Congress should be ashamed of itself because they've done nothing since to protect that capital. And they should. You are absolutely correct. And uh, Speaker Pelosi didn't give me a whole lot of options. Uh, but I certainly appreciate uh, all, all the support, and there's a lot of facts uh, people still don't know about January 6th. All right, we're going to put the book on Hannity.com, a link. It's on Amazon.com, hopefully bookstores everywhere. Uh, get yourself a copy. Steven Sund, uh, former only one of 10 uh, Capitol Police Chiefs in history. We really appreciate you being with us and giving us a very different story than we, we were fed by the January 6th committee. I appreciate it, sir. Thank you. All right, 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. But you know what? He's like a whistleblower, just like the people today. They get smeared, slandered, besmirched, attacked, silenced. Now, nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter of a tank of gas if you're lucky. You know what it will get you, though? For just $20 a month, you'll get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk, a veteran-owned company. Now, you get the same quality service that you get from the big carriers, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, uh, but you get it at half the cost. The average family saves close to $1,000 a year. And guess what? There's no activation fees and no contract to sign. And they use the same cell towers and the same 5G network. Make the switch today. And if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. Anyway, this is a company that shares your values. They support our military and our veterans. And by the way, they don't advertise on fake news networks, thankfully. Go to the website, puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch. It's simple. It's fast. It's easy. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean. That's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. On a calm October night, Michael and his wife, they were just out for a walk in their neighborhood when their life got flipped upside down or just like yours could be. 
Now, Michael was attacked by a homeless woman who stabbed him multiple times before he was able to restrain her and waited for law enforcement to arrive. But what happens next is why our partners at the USCCA exist. Now, while Michael was in the hospital, a detective literally charged him with assault. Now, this is the new America that we're living in. Luckily, Michael was a USCCA member just like me. He used his training, his education, and his self-defense liability insurance to stay out of jail and save his family from potential bankruptcy. If you want to learn proven ways to deter criminals, defend your family, avoid legal trouble, just go to uscca.com slash Hannity right now. You'll put in your email. You'll get a free guide put together by the USCCA and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity today. All right, when is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Now, what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, if it is, that's called home title theft. Everybody's home title is online, and we have criminals all over the world that will forge your signature, and basically it's a race against time to stop them before they take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, my partners at Home Title Lock, they demonstrated how criminals can do it, Now, they found the title to Linda's home online, forged her signature, stating that she sold them her home when she did not. Now, some criminal was now the owner, and that's the reality. So how do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home? Well, you can find out for free with sign-up when you use the promo code SEAN, S-E-A-N, and go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com, promo code SEAN, and your first 30 days of protection are free. Do it today. HomeTitleLock.com, promo code Sean. Now, nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter of a tank of gas if you're lucky. You know what it will get you, though? For just $20 a month, you'll get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk, a veteran-owned company. Now, you get the same quality service that you get from the big carriers, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, Uh, But you get it at half the cost. The average family saves close to $1,000 a year. And guess what? There's no activation fees and no contract to sign. And they use the same cell towers and the same 5G network. Make the switch today. And if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. Anyway, this is a company that shares your values. They support our military and our veterans. And by the way, they don't advertise on fake news networks, thankfully. Go to the website, puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch. It's simple. It's fast. It's easy. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean. That's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. On a calm October night, Michael and his wife, they were just out for a walk in their neighborhood when their life got flipped upside down or just like yours could be. Now, Michael was attacked by a homeless woman who stabbed him multiple times before he was able to restrain her and waited for law enforcement to arrive. But what happens next is why our partners at the USCCA exist. Now, while Michael was in the hospital, a detective literally charged him with assault. Now, this is the new America that we're living in. Luckily, Michael was a USCCA member just like me. He used his training, his education, and his self-defense liability insurance to stay out of jail and save his family from potential bankruptcy. If you want to learn proven ways to deter criminals, defend your family, avoid legal trouble, just go to uscca.com slash Hannity right now. You'll put in your email. You'll get a free guide put together by the USCCA and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity today. 
Ronald Reagan took this country from the depths of inflation in the 1970s to economic prosperity in just a few years' time. He knows a thing or two about saving a country in distress. And now you can get your hands on a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. All qualified callers who call the top-rated precious metals company, GoldCo, this week will get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. Call 855-815-GOLD and get yours free while supplies last. Ronald Reagan cut taxes, cut government spending, and gave us peace through strength. Now you can celebrate this great president with a limited-run half-ounce silver coin. From the top-rated precious metals company, GoldCo. They're a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner, number one rated gold IRA company with over 5,000 five-star reviews. Call them today at 855-815-GOLD and get your hands on a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. Call 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. Um, all right. So we have a lot of other issues here. You know, we have these hearings from earlier today, which, you know, unbelievable to me with these whistleblowers. Everybody loves whistleblowers, except uh, when they are Democratic whistleblowers. They only like ones that go after Donald Trump. Um, you know, we're still waiting to get full reports. I know Senator Rubio released a report this week and we had him on TV earlier uh, exposing the 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 COVID origins in more detail and specificity than ever before. Uh, what about what's going on with the border? Are we ever going to get details on that? Uh, what about the FBI now we know has been weaponized and politicized? Uh, the same with the DOJ and, and what's happening to our country. Uh, Congressman Tom Tiffany is with from Wisconsin sounding the alarm on the Biden administration. In this case, about the border, the World Health Organization. Uh, sir, welcome to the program. Thanks for being with us. John, it's good to join you, and the hits just keep coming, don't they? They really do. I mean, what do you think of these whistleblowers today? Yeah, you know, I didn't get a chance to watch the transcripts um, of what happened. I don't serve on that committee, but hearing that the Democrats went after the whistleblowers, and as you said at the top here, um, Democrats used to love whistleblowers. Um, they used to believe that that person who worked in the rank and file that they should have something to say if leadership is failing them. The leadership of the FBI is failing us in this country. We should be hearing the whistleblowers. Well, we should be, and they spoke out today, and predictably the Democrats attacked them and and tried to smear them, just as the FBI has been trying to do. For speaking out, I thought we had whistleblower protection laws in this country. Do we no longer have them? Did I miss the rescinding of those laws? Well, Representative Wasserman Schultz went so far as to say that, well, these are not legitimate whistleblowers because FBI leadership says they're not. Of course they are going to say they're not legitimate uh, whistleblowers because they're the people that are perpetrating the leadership of the FBI, that is, that are perpetrating this on the people of the United States, the dual system of justice. We see another example today, the dual system of justice in America. I don't know what the answer is. Is the answer now that we know that the FBI put their cinder blocks on the scales of not one but two consecutive presidential elections, obviously in the case of giving Hillary Clinton every break possible, imaginable, uh, and yet leaning into something that was never corroborated, uh, a dirty Hillary Clinton bought and paid for Russian disinformation dossier and, and pushing a phony false narrative from the beginning, as we learned from the Durham report this week. You know, nobody seems to be held accountable in the end, Congressman. Why is that? So it's a great point that you're bringing up. And 
I would propose the following things. The FBI has a massive new building that is slated to be built in Washington, D.C. I believe we pulled funding back from that until we actually see reforms, until the agency is reformed. I think we use the appropriations process as we go forward to defund those that are not doing their job. Until we see reforms, a concrete plan of reform, we shouldn't give them any more. We should we should inject ourselves into the approach. Okay. Well, well, Christopher Ray, the FBI director, swore that he implemented all the inspector general's uh, reforms, uh, but yet here the FBI had Hunter Biden's laptop in December of 2019. It was authenticated according to John Solomon by the spring of 2020, uh, and yet FBI agents uh, in the months leading up to the 2020 presidential election were meeting weekly with every big tech company and according to testimony in missouri uh that they were being warned that they might be victims of a foreign misinformation campaign that might have to do with issues involving joe and hunter biden so then the hunter biden laptop story breaks the very real laptop uh and then it gets totally censored by big tech who had been pre-bunked by the fbi agents for months and months on end is that putting is that putting their own influence on a presidential election? Seems like that to me. No doubt about it. And if you read the Durham report, the Durham report makes it very clear. They have little confidence that they're going to enact the reforms that need to be done in the FBI. That's where Congress comes in. And we need to use the power of the first. We also need to use the Holman, Sean. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking at all of these issues and I'm going to be I'm going to be honest. I'm not sure that. We're going to get the changes that are necessary because, you know, at the end of the Durham report, which frankly, in my view, was three years too late um, with all that we now know and all that we knew about, you know, all the lying to FISA court judges and all of the disinformation and all of the the accommodations given to Hillary Clinton and the dual system of justice as all things related to Donald Trump. Uh, does the FBI and the CIA, should they be having this type of involvement in our, our election process? No, we should not have that type of involvement. But the one way in which we can affect this is to use the power of the purse in Congress. We need to have the fortitude to do that. We also should be using the Holman rule. Holman rule, um, can, we can take an employee of the government down to $1, their salary for a year down to $1, and... We need to do that with a few people to send a very clear message. But I get it, Sean. I hear from people at home all the time. They're like, they just don't have any confidence that we're going to be able to get to it. But I believe via the appropriations process, we got to be, we got to be brave. Like we've been so far with some of this stuff that we've been doing in the House of Representatives. We need to do the right thing for the American people. Now, what's going to happen when Kevin McCarthy meets again? I know that Joe Biden is in Japan, I guess. He's busy, probably falling asleep in meetings. But um, so he's going to come back. He he wasted nearly 100 days, 97 days. He refused to meet with Kevin McCarthy. He said in the beginning he refused to negotiate with Kevin McCarthy. So you in the House, House Republicans, the majority, it's a small one, but it's the majority, uh, voted to pass a debt ceiling increase bill uh, that brings us back to 2022 spending levels, which I think is very responsible. That also reduces baseline budgeting increases to a maximum of 1%. Uh, that allows for more drilling so we can be more energy independent, good for national security and job creation. 
and uh, was scored out by the CBO as saving $4.8 trillion in 10 years, and I'm tired of robbing our kids and grandkids blind. So my question is, what's going to happen if, if Joe Biden insists on this change, that change, and then another change? Uh, are House Republicans going to sign on to that bill? I would tend to doubt it in, four, in 13 days. What I'm urging leadership to do is to hold firm. We passed a responsible bill. I mean, in exchange for the debt limit increase, the American people should get fiscal responsibility. And that's exactly what we're doing, as well as the pro-growth policies that you mentioned, including work requirements, which just passed by an 80 percent vote here in my home state of Wisconsin. We should be insisting that these things are done. We should stand firm. We're the only ones that have put together a responsible budget, and we need to stand tall now as the Democrats try to beat us into submission that, oh, just do a debt ceiling increase. Well, they, they walked away for 100 days. They wouldn't negotiate, so you guys had no choice but to act on your own. You passed a responsible debt ceiling increase uh, that also s- stops the bleeding in terms of stealing money from future generations. I'm not sure I would change the thing either, and if Biden wants to, you know, in the end, be the first president to have a default on the country, then that's up to him. He made that decision a long time ago. And I'm going to tell you why, Congressman. He was betting there was no way that all of you, especially after the all the votes to get Speaker McCarthy across the finish line, he was betting you would not unite. He was betting that you'd never pass a bill, and he was betting that he'd get a clean debt ceiling bill with no responsibility, fiscal responsibility measures in it. You think I'm wrong on that? Oh, no, no, that's exactly what they were thinking. And what we should do now is, if you don't want to do this, then let's up the ante. Let's include H.R. 2, the Secure the Border Act. Let's put that in there also now. The price tag does not get lower. If you're not going to negotiate for, as you said, 97 days, and you're thinking you're just going to be able to steamroll us, no. Well, I love the idea. Let me ask you this question. It's an election question because it impacted the state of Wisconsin where you're from. And I'm making the case that Republicans have got to be very careful. Uh, I don't see Democrats running traditional campaigns anymore. They don't shake hands. They don't kiss babies. They don't take selfies. They don't do press avails. They don't do town halls. They spend hundreds of millions of dollars on negative ads. Uh, and then they have, quote, legal ballot harvesting efforts that have proven very successful, especially in swing states. Now, if Republicans don't adopt early voting, mail-in voting, and the same measures, and hopefully surpassing even the, the measures the Democrats have adopted with legal ballot harvesting, I think they'll lose elections that they can win. The second thing is, you just had an election for a seat open on your Supreme Court, and the issue of abortion was front and center. And I think Republicans, if they if they continue to run candidates, and I'm not I'm not trashing Doug Mastriano, but the fact that he had no exceptions for rape, incest, or the mother's life in Pennsylvania, uh, a purple state at best, uh, was it was political suicide. Um, do you think abortion played that big a role in that in that Supreme Court race? It, it played a big role, but we also need to talk about. We're not talking about other things that affect women, especially crime. We do talk, we've done some of that, but we also need to talk about Title IX. Sean, I got three daughters. They all participate in interscholastic sports, and now men get to take women's positions. We're not talking about that enough. And the other thing we're not talking about enough is that every Democrat except one in the last Congress voted for abortion on demand all the way up to nine months. 
people don't know that, and we need to tell them the Democrats are beyond extreme on abortion. No, I couldn't agree anymore. Anyway, Congressman uh, Tom Tiffany, Wisconsin, we appreciate you being with us. Please come back. Check in with us often. Thank you. Sean, always good to join you. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. is next you do not want to miss it and stay tuned for the final hour free for all on the sean hannity show hey sean hannity here for my friends at lone star transfer if you felt like booking your timeshare was difficult in the past you know it's recently been almost impossible now most clients are shocked to learn that their timeshare is now available to the public and that severely limits booking options now many owners have also reached out and they're upset that their yearly dues have nearly doubled during the maintenance fee season. Now, for well over a decade, our friends at Lone Star Transfer, a family-owned company, they have had the pleasure of helping thousands and thousands of people legally and permanently get out of their never-ending timeshare fees. Now, Lone Star Transfer guarantees the release of all liability to your timeshare in writing and in a specific time frame. Call my good friends for a free, no-obligation consultation. Write this down. Call today, 833-594-0075. 833-594-0075. They're online at LoneStarTransfer.com. All right, back to our busy phones, 800-941-SEAN, our number if you want to join us. All right, Jim in Florida. Jim, you're on the Sean Hannity Show. What's going on? Hey, Sean, thank you so much for continuing to stand firm in the faith. I'm calling you because, uh, of course, you're a believer. I'm a believer. Uh, We're kind of fond of America. And last time I checked and pulled out a bill, it still says, in God we trust. My question is, with the latest debacle with the FBI and those funny words somebody said about, yeah, we had a couple of missteps. Well, as the light is being shined on them, it's becoming apparent that there's been really some nefarious things afoot. So here's my question to you. It took a few guys to stand up, uh, a very few. If we could get a few more, what is it, 3% started a revolution, then 15% listened, and it changed America's history? If we could get 20 to 30% of the FBI to say, you know what, there's something awry here, there's something afoot. It's obviously not the foot soldiers and the people out in the field, uh, but the upper management has got something going on. What, what do you say to that? You know, um... I am seeing more and more that, look, there's a lot of factors in play here for somebody to become a whistleblower. It does take a lot of courage because you are risking your career. And in most cases, you're probably destroying any chance of advancement, uh, especially in an organization that is so so bureaucratic and so politicized as the FBI. And that's sad. You know, we should be encouraging those people that have the bravery and the courage to, you know, hold tr- hold true to the fidelity of the Bureau's mission. Um, I've said it all many, many times. This was the world's premier law enforcement agency. It is not anymore. I can't say that and, and believe it because it's not true. And it's unfortunate that, you know, we have now weaponized the FBI, politicized the FBI, politicized the DOJ. We have a dual system of justice and we don't have equal justice or application of our laws. So, yeah, it's going to take it would take a lot of people to make that happen, to make that biggest statement. And, and maybe that'll happen one day. Well, a few people like you, Sean, doing the great job you're doing. I would encourage my fellow Americans to read the first two sentences, the preamble. Don't even read the whole Constitution. 
read the first two sentences of the, of the Constitution, right in there where it says, establish justice, promote domestic or ensure domestic tranquility. I mean, just get through the first two sentences and think about what our forefathers did when they signed the Constitution. Most of them in the Declaration of Independence thought they were signing their death warrant because they risked their life, their families, their sacred honor, and their name. And by the way, they have something that's very scarce now, a conscience, a godly conscience that you and I grew up with. When we swore an oath, it was to God. Well, I can't say it any better. God, faith, family, country. Boy, that that would never lead us in the wrong direction, would it? You know, it's really not that complicated. Uh, These hearings were blockbuster today, but just like the Durham report, they will ignore it. Hey, there's still a lot more ahead on the best of the Sean Hannity Show. Stay tuned for more right after news on this station. Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile. Now, if you're with them, you are overpaying, and it's that pure and that simple. Pure Talk can easily save the average family close to $1,000 a year. And right now, you get unlimited talk, unlimited text, and ultra-fast 5G data for 20 bucks a month. This is one of their best deals ever. Now, what about the coverage, you ask? It's phenomenal. Why? Because I'm on it. It's my cell phone company. Pure Talk uses the most dependable 5G network in the country, the same one that the big carriers use, the same cell towers that they use. Grab your phone, dial pound 250, say the keyword, save now, and you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of data for 20 bucks a month. Choose this veteran-owned company. They care about keeping jobs right here in America and saving you money for the exact same service. Pick up your phone, dial pound 250, use the keyword, save now, for unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data, 20 bucks a month. Pound 250, keyword, save now, from Pure Talk. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.